There's a couple things that are certain on Thursdays. I don't know about the other ones, but I do know that Alex Clancy and Tyler Rowland are here for Locked On NFL. What are the best and worst openings for head coaches? What teams does Tyler want in the NFL playoff team draft? And which underdog has the best chance of winning their opening round game on this weekend? Alex Clancy, Tyler Rowland, Locked On Thursday. Let's roll, baby! on NFL your daily NFL podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day he's Tyler Roland locked on Titans I'm Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Together, we are the Thursday version of Locked On NFL. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen every day. Free and available on all platforms. The regular season's over, Tyler. Um, damn not having that built-in Thursday night football content for one segment of our show. It's cool. We've got a lot of football to talk about. So We do. The NFL coaching uh, carousel has begun. We're going to get to that right away. What underdog has the best chance to win their super wild card weekend game? And the weirdest part about all this is I see every underdog potentially finding a way to beat the team that they're up against, which is what the, makes the NFL playoffs so great. And then finally, Tyler's going to pick seven teams and I'm going to pick seven teams in full on draft mode for who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. And uh, we're going to get to that in the third segment. First, Tyler. I'm going to have you run down the openings for the head coaches uh, for the head coach mm -hmm. openings across the landscape of the NFL. Give me your best spot and your worst spot and why. Okay. So the current openings right now, the Miami dolphins, shocker, uh, Denver Broncos, New York giants, happy for you. Giants fans that that actually happened. Uh, Chicago bears, the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, and then some people are saying that that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be an open spot, but we're not going to act as if that spot is open right now because the Vegas the the Vegas Raiders are like a playoff win away from Basaccia getting that job next year. So we're going to act like the Raiders isn't going to be open because there's just uncertainty there. But yeah, Dolphins, Broncos, Giants, Bears, Jaguars, and Vikings are the current openings. I will start as you have humbly requested me to do, and and for me, I'll I'll do my best. So I'll do my best opening, let you do yours, and then after that, we'll keep going. But my best opening right now is the Denver Broncos. I think that they have a tailor-made team, like we saw with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All they need is an elite quarterback, and that is a Super Bowl-ready team. I really like uh, George Patton, their general manager. I, I think he does a great job. I think he's a smart football mind, and I thought his first draft was pretty solid as well. So I feel very confident that if they just get an elite quarterback and the right coach, that's a Super Bowl-ready roster. So for me, the best possible opening for any coach is the Denver Broncos. What's your best opening? Here's the thing, though. Let me ask a follow-up. Sure. You are in the camp that they're going to trade for a big-time QB. If they yeah. don't, is that still your answer? Well, I think if they don't trade for a big 
QB, uh, they're still a, a playoff level roster, like with the right coaching and and here and there, they can increase that production and get to a to a wild card team. But no, I would I would say that if they were to come out tomorrow and say uh, we're going to ride with with luck and and bring Bridgewater back and see what we can do and run it back like that, then I would say no, that's not the case. But again, I have confidence in the general manager and I like what the roster has. So uh, if I'm a coach and a coach isn't going to get a one year deal, so I'd go into that knowing, hey, eventually, whether it be in the draft, whether it be through free agency or trade, I'm going to get an elite quarterback somehow, some way to be ready to go with this roster. So I would, yeah, I, I, I mean, I can appreciate that then, but I, just with what I see now, that's my answer. I can appreciate that. I mean, the problem with it is that they've got stud wide receivers. And other than that, they're built as a 1980s quarterback, a 1980s roster with a good defense and two great running back and two above average running backs or projected to be with Javante Williams. They've got a great tight end. They need a quarterback. You're right. I don't know if it's my best, but it's not not. And I want to say the Giants and, and go with me here. Go with me here. Okay. Gettleman retired. Okay. Joe Judge is out. Right. Okay. Yeah. If you look at that roster on offense, that's a sexy ass roster when healthy. Like when healthy, and I know when healthy is the big thing. Kadarius Tony is going to be a star. Kenny Galladay, if healthy, is a star wide receiver one. Saquon Barkley, if healthy, like, and and the, the biggest thing about this for me is Daniel Jones needs an adult. Jan Daniel Jones has not had anybody teach him how to play quarterback in the NFL. And what we've seen from him, and I've talked about this a little bit, this isn't a Taylor Heineke thing. Like what we've seen from Daniel Jones are sparks of, oh my God. And you don't get that with quarterback. You haven't seen that from Drew Locke. Right. I mean, you see that once in a while going back to Denver with, with Teddy Bridgewater. Sam Darnold hasn't shown you that. You've seen that with Daniel Jones from time to time. And they're few and far between. But if they're there, they just need to be watered and you know sprouted with the right adult to teach them how to play football in the NFL. That's the real reason why. Because other than that, you look around the NFL quarterback-wise, you want Kirk Cousins? Like, do you want exactly what you're going to get with Kirk Cousins? Probably not. Like, if, if Kirk Cousins won a playoff game, I'd say Minnesota, hands down, because of their offense. But right. there's so much unknown with the Giants because of how poorly they've been run and how ravaged with injuries they've been. You draft a couple offensive linemen, and you get an adult in the room teaching Daniel Jones how to play quarterback? It's a different situation. Understandable, but this is a perfect segue to our worst openings because my worst opening is the Giants. <laughs> it's the Giants, and let me tell you why. What, you rascal. They've, they've cycled through so many coaches that I don't trust ownership. Not only that, but I'm not as high on the wide receivers as you are. I think Kenny Galladay is critically overrated. I think Kadarius Toney had six different injuries this year, all to different body parts. He's going to be banged up his entire career because he's too small to play in the NFL. I think Sterling Shepard is their best wide receiver. And if you told somebody your best wide receiver, Sterling Shepard, I don't think that gets anybody going. They don't have anybody at tight end. I don't have any faith that Saquon Barkley can stay healthy and Barkley's a home run hitter he's not an every down bruiser like a Derrick Henry or a Najee Harris or somebody like that he's just a home run threat who isn't efficient down to down also you're in New York so I think if you step in as a coach there they don't have a GM the last GM they hired was Dave Gettleman so I don't trust the people above who are going to be making the hiring decisions and you're in New York so you are going to be scrutinized and under the microscope so much that even if you have a decent beginning, decent couple of years, they're going to run you out of town because that's just the way that it is in New York. What is your worst opening? 
Um, first of all, Dave Gettleman was dead to me the day that he sat Eli Manning, and and wasn't a lot. I think he was the GM right, then right. when when yeah. and when it when it ruined his streak with the dude with uh, the mustache, Bob McAdoo. What a terrible, stupid. Starting him the next see, week, they were Bob dead. Bob McAdoo okay. and different Jason retired. Garrett, the people are just you know yeah okay. He's gone. I get it. My worst is, and I I went back and forth like, is it my best or is it my worst? And it's Chicago, and the reason right. why is. David Montgomery has shown that he can be great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Khalil Herbert, fantasy football lovers to the middle of the season know who he is. They have 38 tight ends. If you're a tight end guy, that's awesome. Allen Robinson is not going to be there anymore. Darnell oh, Mooney is a great, he's a going to be a great wide receiver. Okay. And yeah. I think he and Kadarius Tony have kind of the same skill set, even though Darnell Mooney's more of a uh, of a deep hitter. And right. Kadarius Tony's kind of like a Percy Harvinish kind of guy. They both mm-hmm. went to Florida, I think, too. Um, yeah. But the defense isn't as good as it showed this year. Like it was so Jekyll and Hyde this year. Roquan Smith, good. Robert or Leonard Floyd, a thousand sacks. Like I, I, I or Robert Quinn, sorry, a thousand yes. sacks. Like, but the pressure to win in Chicago seems almost more than New York. Like, it's like it's, New York. it's similar, yeah. And McCaskey, and I don't think McCaskey's a good, a good leader of the organization, just like I don't believe in John Mara. So I, I see similarities there. Yeah, so I would say Chicago and poor Justin Fields. Like I hope that they find somebody, and I hope that they shore up their offensive line, and I hope they do the right yes. things to get him in a position to win because we've seen, just like uh, uh, just like Daniel Jones, we've seen, oh, my God, from Justin Fields already. Like There was a long right. scamper for a touchdown when they needed one. It was third and long. I remember watching it live. I'm like, Oh my God. And that's all you need once in a while to remind you that it's in there. They just need the right massaging and, and, you know, sprouting of it. So, I mean, that was fun, dude. We went three minutes too long. We miss each other. So we like to talk a lot more (laughs) in the first segment coming up next. There are underdogs and there are favorites in every game. That's doesn't change in the playoffs. And we're going to run down who we think has the best chance of upsetting the team that they are underdogs against. That's up next first. OnlineGambling.com. Everybody needs help, you know? Everybody needs some advice. Everybody needs some little expertise on their side. And OnlineGambling.com has got you covered for that. Playoffs, right around the corner, as we mentioned. We are 48 hours away from playoff football, less than. And OnlineGambling.com will give you the information you need to make the right picks, okay? OnlineGambling.com, they make their own picks, which can be found in the OG Tips article on their website. So it gives, like, context. It gives you exactly where their picks are, okay? Go to OnlineGambling.com backslash NFL for all the latest gambling news, tips, and info to beat the odds and give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, OnlineGambling.com backslash NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. NFL fans, we are back here. It is time to continue the Locked On NFL Thursday podcast. want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. We're going to continue the episode just talking about the best and worst head coach openings. Now, want to move into the 
best chance or worst chance for some of these playoff underdogs to win their game on Super Wild Card Weekend, just to make sure that we are all on the same page here. The Raiders will be taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. The New England Patriots will be taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. The San Francisco 49ers will be taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. The Philadelphia Eagles will be taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Doing this off the top of my head. The Chiefs (laughs) will be taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then on Monday night, we'll have uh, the Cardinals against the Los Angeles Rams. So, going through, the Raiders are five-and-a-half-point underdogs. The Patriots are four-point underdogs. The Eagles are nine-point underdogs. The 49ers are three-point underdogs. The Steelers are (laughs) 12-and-a-half-point underdogs. And then the Cardinals are four-point underdogs underdogs. I will jump us off here. I I was between two. I was between two options, but for me, I ended up going with a team that is playing a team that's in their division, a team that's beaten the team that they are playing against, and the team with probably the best coach in the NFL. I am going to go with the New England Patriots. They are four-point underdogs. I think that they cover no matter what. They cover that four but I do think New England will win that game. So I'm going with New England as, as my best underdog option to win on Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah, me too, because it's going to be a million degrees below zero. It's going to be zero yep. at Just at like kickoff. the first time they played. Yeah, yep. and you know what the craziest part about this is? They're going to throw the ball like 50 times. The Patriots. Like, they're just going to flip the script on everything. Everything. Funny. You know, it's going to be like Brandon Bolden's going to catch three touchdown passes. It was, you know, it's going to be like the weirdest thing. But I agree with you. The, the runner-up for me, though, is San Francisco. Because I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Yep. And yep. It, so, like, here's the thing. Covering the Cardinals and, and, and them beating the 49ers twice this year, mm-hmm. both times, one was with Trey Lance, and they barely won. I think they won 17-10. And the second time was when they were pretty much healthy. I think it was George Kittle's first game back, so it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily fair. Debo Samuel could be the best receiver in the NFL. Like, in a couple, he could be the next one. And Brian Peacock wow. and Eric Kroger from Lockdown 49ers, whenever we talk, they're always like, just wait, just wait. I'm like, I don't believe you. He's always hurt. I don't I don't see it. And now that he's getting five carries a game, scoring touchdowns. He is a yep. Mack truck, and he's mm-hmm. so fast. So I'm taking the 49ers because I think that if you smack Dak Prescott in the mouth, 49ers could – I mean, I think the 49ers are going to win outright. I don't think, you know, the covering thing. Right. I think they're going to win right. outright in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, and I actually had that down as my second best. want to give an honorable mention here. I think the Raiders at five and a half, like we're talking about what underdog we think could win. The best value bet here could potentially be the Raiders plus five and a half. I mean, it's going to be cold in Ohio this weekend. There's a lot of wintry weather going through the the northeast, midwest part of the country. Uh, And I believe that the, the Raiders with their pass rush have a chance to get on Burrow. It might be tough to run. And I think the Raiders have a real shot in that game, but I like our picks of Patriots and 49ers. As for the worst odds, I hate to take the low hanging fruit on this one, but Mike Tomlin fell asleep while he was watching the Raiders chargers game. That tells me he didn't really care that much. Uh, Big Ben in his press conference earlier this week was like, you know, we lost by a bunch. We just need to go out there and have fun. <laughs> like, the Steelers are going to get mollywopped. Man, I don't care about that 12 and a half. 
I'm taking Kansas City. I don't see any chance that the Steelers could win. And as a person who covers the Titans, and for selfish monetary reasons, wants the Titans season to go as long as possible, <laughs> I, want the, I want the Steelers to win that game so the Titans can play them in round two. But that ain't going to happen, man. The Steelers, uh, they're the, easily the worst team in the playoffs this year. It's funny, the two worst teams in the playoffs probably reside in the same state. But either way, I think yeah. the Steelers are, are obviously the worst. You probably agree with me, but if you don't agree with me, tell me who you think's the worst. If you do, who's your second worst yeah, odds to win? I, the one the one thing I will say about Pittsburgh is with Kansas City, they were down 17 nothing to Tennessee. Sorry, I, I that was not salt in the wind. They were down 17 nothing until the spin spin move from the out of bounds line, back in bounds, scamper for a touchdown, plug your ears right before half to get it what 17-7 or something. It was 17-7, whatever it was. Yeah, Sean was... Evans missed the tackle on Mahomes on the sideline, and because yeah. of that, the Titans didn't go to the Super Bowl. I remember it. Yeah, uh... and that was the first real, oh, my God, Mahomes in the playoff moment where it's like, this dude is yeah. special. And then, you know, the whole thing with, with Houston, when they were down three touchdowns to Houston, the same playoffs, they almost lost to Cleveland last year. Okay, it yeah. was a Chase Daniel fourth down throw to Tyreek Hill to clinch that one. They're not untouchable in the playoffs, and when run correctly, the Pittsburgh offense isn't terrible. I mean, they've got two good receivers. They've got Najee Harris. Their defense is pretty good. I think the 12.5 is unfair. If I was a betting man, I would take the 12.5 points because Big Ben has been in more playoff games than Patrick Mahomes could imagine. So the fact like this is an old dog kind of game where it's got to be ugly. They're not going to be able to score 70 points combined and have the have the Steelers win, but the but right. the Chiefs have not been good in the playoffs. They've just found times, they've found ways to win. So it's interesting, mm -hmm. but yeah, and I think I just think it's Tom Brady. I mean, whoever Tom Brady plays against, even though it's Philly, like Philly, it's a weird team. Like they've got a bunch of running backs. Jalen Hurts is you know, we've seen great and we've seen terrible. So I don't know, but I mean, it's Tom Brady until it's not. So I would say my best bet would be Tom Brady because he's Tom Brady. And until he's not Tom right. Brady, it's Tom Brady. Well, I, I get you, but let me just say this before we move on. My second worst option behind the Steelers is the Arizona Cardinals. What you don't do is <laughs> you don't trust Cliff Kingsbury in cold weather months. You don't. You don't do it. I, I would put a bunch of money on the Rams minus four. Do not put your money or trust in Cliff Kingsbury. And you know who taught me that lesson? Me. Alex Clancy <laughs> taught me that. So with that being said, we're going to move into the playoff draft. We're going to go person by person. We'll do a snake. We'll do snake draft and just see if we can put together a collection of teams that we feel more confident in that the Super Bowl winner will come out of that. It'll make more sense when we start going if I'm confusing <laughs> the audience at this moment in time. But before we get into that, I do want to tell all you NFL fans about an incredible app that if you buy gas, you have to know about. It's called Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents off every gallon of gas every time they fill up. All you have to do is download the free Get Upside app. It's in the App Store. It's in Google Play. When you do, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you're going to get a bonus, $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump ever again. Get cash back using GetUpside. 
Download the app for free right now. Use that promo code TOUCHDOWN and get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. People who drive a lot get up to two, $300 a month in cash back. And here's the thing. There's no catch. The cash back goes right to your GetUpside account, and then you can cash out at any time directly to your bank account, your PayPal, or even to an e-gift card like for Amazon. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, and you'll get up to $0.50 a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN on the free GetUpside app. Also want to tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year, and BetOnline.ag has a new updated desktop and mobile website. Go there, sign up today, and when you do, use the promo code Locked On. That's one word, Locked On. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So whether it be the NFL playoffs, whether it be college or pro basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. The final segment of Locked on NFL Thursday. First of all, thank you for making Locked on NFL your first listen every day, uh, free and available on all platforms. You can hear Tyler and I scream at each other and just pop vocal cords. It's awesome. Um, third segment, if, for those that listen every or watch every day on YouTube, uh, it's kind of our fun segment. Um, Tyler had this idea last week, and we wanted to save it to this week for a little bit more recency as we walk into less than 48 hours away from super wildcard weekend starting Tyler had the idea of us taking all 14 playoff teams and doing a draft, you know, just one, one, we're not doing first and one second and two, like on the playground because it's too top heavy here. We got to go onesie doodles. And you know what? I will let Tyler go first because I, feel like i i mean you're the team that you cover is a one seed so i would almost like i if that you go first okay well i mean i am not going to be taking the team that i cover uh so that that will be open and remain but for me and uh pete behind the curtain i just took my notepad down because i need to write <laughs> and keep track of the teams uh for me the number one pick I think it is the best team in the NFL. I think this is the year that they break through. Uh, break through. Uh, also, uh, I'm a, a, an owner of this team. Uh, I will oh, go. stop it. <laughs> I'm an owner. NFL owner. Uh, Green Bay Packers. That's my first cool. pick. What I know that they've had pick. some issues in the NFC Championship game in recent years, but if I can get my team... Uh, if my first pick I know is guaranteed to have a buy, if my first pick I can pretty much guarantee gets to the NFC Championship game, I feel good about my odds. I got the MVP. I got a healthy roster with Bakhtiari and Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander back on the field. I will go with the Green Bay Packers with my pick. Sweet. Um, you know who they'd play in the second round if the 49ers beat Dallas? The 49ers. And that's a team that they cannot beat in the playoffs and um, I'm happy you took them because, I mean, I, I wouldn't have. I'm going to take – who am I going to take? I'm going to take Tom Brady because Tom it's Brady. Tom Brady until it's not <laughs> Tom Brady. I'm taking Tom Brady. I've been saying this for 10 years. I've been in sports radio for 11 years. Tom Brady has won 
four Super Bowls in that time. I'm taking right. Tom Brady until it's not Tom Brady. So my answer is the Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, fair enough. So you don't want to do Snake. It's my pick, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm I'm in. Because you already that. picked I'm the team that's that. going to lose, so that's great. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> well, what I'll do is then I'll get away from Tom Brady and hope that I get the team that plays Tom Brady and they yeah. get a chance to win. And that's going to be – who do you think I'm going to pick? Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, baby, absolutely. And I know that a lot of people are saying, hey, this guy covers the Titans. Where's the faith? <laughs> Guys, at the end of the day, the majority <laughs> of Super Bowls are won by the best quarterbacks. And I, I think Tannehill is a top 10 quarterback, probably 10 or 11, barely. But uh, the guys that we just mentioned are the three best quarterbacks in the entire freaking league. So I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life, talent-wise, talent-wise. And I feel good coming out of the out of the two, first two rounds with Green Bay and Kansas City. Yeah, the interesting part about this now is everything else is clumped together. So I'm going to take you know you could take end. Josh you could take Josh Allen sure you could take mm -hmm. you know Joe Burrow you know who I'm going to take the best coach to ever coach the NFL ever I'm going to take the New England Patriots and okay. the reason why is and this isn't hot takey this isn't oh man he's bored on a Thursday he's talking crazy. I trust him over Tennessee. I trust him over Buffalo. I trust him over Cincinnati. I trust him over every team in the AFC not named Kansas City. And if you give me a cold weather game between the two, I don't think that the, the spread's going to be like eight and a half. I think it'd be more like five. So the game is going to be a lot closer. I'm taking Bill Belichick because I trust him more than any other team in the AFC. I, I, I get it. I get it. I disagree, but I get it. Uh, <laughs> My next pick now. Now it's time. Now it's time to come home. I'm gonna go with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, two things are very important when we get into the playoffs and we get into the winter months: stopping the run and running the ball. And there's not very many teams that are better at the combination of those two things than the Tennessee Titans. Now you got to worry about a second round matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals. If the weather is not bad, one of the big weaknesses in my opinion for the Titans is dealing with a super uber talented wide receiver core. Uh, so I think if the weather is nice enough for Burrow to throw and get in a rhythm, it'd be tough for anybody other than Kansas City to stop them. Uh, but again, it's going to be January. It's going to be winter months. Titans can stop the run. They can run the ball with the teams that I feel more comfortable in already off the board. I'm going to go with Tennessee. All right. And I'll, I'll just take Buffalo here because they're there because they're the best of the rest. I trust Josh Allen more than Joe Burrow, even though the uh, flip of that is, is how they've been playing as of late. Um, can I, uh, Sean McDermott, let me, let me tell you something. I know you don't call the play Brian Dable. Let, let me, can we talk? Run the ball, you they idiots. They yeah, Devin Singletary, give, they don't even give him the chance. Like, try to establish the run. Try. I don't know if Zach Moss is hurt or not. It doesn't really matter. Devin Singletary's the guy, and Matt Breed is there too, right? If he's healthy, run yeah. the ball. And if you need to do quarterback off tackles for on, on second and three instead of chucking the ball down the field, just do it. Josh Allen is smart enough and big enough to be able to stay away from harm, and we saw that. In a cold weather game recently, I can't remember who it was against, where he had two rushing touchdowns in the first quarter. It's like you don't have to run the ball with Devin Singletary. Run the ball with your tree of a quarterback. So I'm <laughs> right. taking Buffalo, and especially because right. it's cold. They're going to have to. So, yeah, yeah, Buffalo is my next pick. Okay, fair enough. Uh, 
moving forward, my next pick, I know that this may be a little controversial. They're not the highest seed remaining, but mm. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think that they have incredible talent at the wide receiver position. I know Zeke isn't what he once was, but they still can run the ball well. Uh, really, what I'm enthralled with is their defense. Up front, Micah Parsons, uh, Randy Gregory, Tank Lawrence. I think one big thing that really, uh, we talk about the top quarterbacks in the league, one big thing that really flips that on its head is a great pass rush. And those three guys can get after anybody. So I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Um, this is where it's going to get weird for me. Um it's gonna get weird for me. This is uh, this is awkward. I think awkward. I know who you're gonna say. I think I know who you're gonna say. This is awkward. Um, it's an NFC West team. It's not the Arizona Cardinals, and it's not the Los Angeles Rams either. Um, it is the San Francisco 49ers. So the reason why this is happening is because they're healthy, and you know what? Get off Jimmy G's ass. Get off his ass. When he's healthy, they win games. This isn't a Jared Goff thing. He, if you to win one game, to manage one game and not make mistakes, I'm taking him over Matt Stafford. Like I don't, I don't understand why. Watch football. They were down 17 nothing. He marched them back. They won football games. And sure, Debo Samuel makes it easier. George Kittle's an absolute machine uh, from, from the tight end position. Brandon Ayuk, they're healthy, and that's scary. It's going to make Kyle Shanahan look better of a head coach than he is, but when they have 39 running backs that can run the ball in this system, when Jimmy G can stand in the pocket and, and river dance, you know, or tiptoe or have a tea party or whatever you want to call it, that team is very scary. And I think because they're playing Dallas in the first round, they can beat Dallas and then they go to green Bay and you already know that they can beat green Bay because all they do is beat green Bay. So I'm taking San Francisco. Okay, fair enough, and I will uh, kick my picks into overdrive here. My yeah. next pick is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, again, I think they win their first game. Uh, I don't trust uh, the Cardinals, and I think that they have massive amounts of talent on both sides of the ball, and Sean McVay has coached a team to a Super Bowl before, so I will go with the Rams. I'm taking the Cardinals. Next. Blech. Kyler Murray. been my next pick. Don't trust I know them. who yours is, but I'm not picking my Cincinnati. I'm taking the Cardinals. <laughs> My next pick is the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I, know. Uh, I think uh, they're the best team left because the next three teams that we are going to go through are abominations. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could take the Chargers. I really do. I really wish Brandon Saley didn't I'm, call that timeout. It's, such, it's so sad that we didn't get either uh, Justin Herbert against Patrick Mahomes or Justin Herbert against Josh Allen. It's an yeah. absolute sham that we didn't yeah. get that. It's sad. For sure. Sadness. So I who who's my next one? I guess the Raiders or Philly. I'll take Philly because I don't know. Um, I know you're not taking Pittsburgh. The Raiders like good for Rick, Rich Bashotti. Good is hell for for Derek Carr. Get off his ass. Also, you think that Las Vegas right. doesn't love him? That that team doesn't right. love him? That's so important. And Rick Bashotti's got kind of like a coach O, uh, coach Ogeron when he was at USC yeah. Yeah. when Sarkeesian got fired. And he just yeah. came in and everybody loved, rallied around him. It's kind of that right. feel, but I'm still yeah. going to take the Eagles. Okay, fair enough. Well, obviously, I'm going to take the Raiders because I'm not taking the Steelers, which leaves you with Pittsburgh. So our final team, my group of teams. Can we draft Green again? Bay, <laughs> right. Green Bay, <laughs> Kansas City, Tennessee, Dallas, Los Angeles Rams, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, Alex's teams, Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo, San Francisco, Arizona, 
Philadelphia, and then Tommy. Pittsburgh. Leave, leave your comments down below on whose group you think's better. We're going to put it up on Twitter tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network official Twitter feed as well. But Alex, what a great Thursday show. Uh, happy to happy to get ready for this playoff, uh, you know, opening round of playoff games. I'm so excited. Can't, I mean, it's sad that we're done with the regular season, but it's so exciting to get into the playoffs. So we will be back with you guys next Thursday to break down everything that's taking place. We're going to dive heavily into the divisional round as well. So we will be back with you guys for that. Make sure you check out the Locked On NFL podcast on Friday with your boy Q and Chris Carter as they get you ready to go for this weekend of playoff matchups. But I am Tyler Rowland. That is Alex Clancy. That's going to do it for us today on the Locked On NFL Thursday show. See you next week. Bye.